0: I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, six to nine a.m. Eastern, on wfmu.org. Walking in circles, for folly found me again, (laughs) an unwanted friend.
1: I'm making coffee, anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants, you want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? I'm making the
2: coffee. Hey, what's up, listeners? It's your girl, Anna Roisman, and I am back, you know, to hang out, to stop by, to give you a little and another thing, and another thing, and another thing, and another thing. And what? I gotta say. I had a very interesting conversation the other day. I feel like we're living through a time right now where we're like re-meeting friends, and that's probably because of the global pandemic, probably because we were locked up in our homes for years. And so now when you see people you haven't seen in a long time, whether it was a close friend before the pandemic, Hi. or not so close of a friend. Me. You know, these are it's like you're reintroducing yourself. It's like you had this newborn relationship because of the state of life that we were in. And I caught up with an old friend the other day. And it was really nice, you know, and we, you know, had shared stories and talked about everything that you talk about, which is, can be overwhelming. I think it's overwhelming right now to see friends from, you know, the before times or to meet up with someone you haven't seen in a long time. It's overwhelming to have to share, you know, how you're doing, all the information. But we did it and it was a couple hours of, of chatting. And there was one point where he asked me, like, how are you feeling about, like, life in general right now, you know, professionally, personally. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was, I feel like something good is coming. I don't know what it is yet, but at the end of the day, I feel like my brain is feeling, is feeling this good energy coming rather than, you know, me saying, ugh, nothing, absolutely nothing, I'm doing terribly, everything. <gasps> which was normally my... <laughs> response, I feel like, before the pandemic. Maybe it's we've seen really hard times. Maybe we've you know lived through this traumatic experience. And so now I feel like our days are more precious, our time is more precious. But I just gotta say, if you, at the end of the day, measure, you know, no. is, is something good coming or are you just feeling stuck and, and alone? You'll have a different answer than you would probably two years ago. So I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think something good is coming, and I hope you're on board with me. And if you're not, maybe you'll get there soon. I'll talk to you next time.
3: Good morning, Clay Pigeon, and all ye who wake and or bake with you. Scott Williams here for another episode of the weekly series known as WFMU's hit list. Way back there in March of 1988, WFMU got a letter in the mail. The return address was simply a hand drawing of Africa, and the stamp cost 30 cents. The letter is dated March 14th and reads in part, Dear WFMU, I'm happy to give you dollars during your annual marathons, and now I'm giving you something more. What? Phonograph record. I hope you will accept it. This long playing record, Pygmy Love Song by Francis Bebe, is full of great music, I believe. I opine this is one of the best records ever made. Really? An expansive assertion, perhaps, but I think that to my ears there are not many records more worthwhile. If you have an open mind anyway, please listen to this record. I love this album because the melodies are interesting and pleasant, the lyrics are clever, the songs are beautiful to me. They sound good, too. The music sounds like it was recorded simply in a low-tech way, giving it sort of a warm sound if that makes sense. Absolutely. And the spirit behind the music, I swear I can hear one. The message behind the songs seems so positive, plain even. This is a good record for naive people like me. If you wanna hear music that's ironic, raucous, snide, trendy, mechanical, cynical, don't play this record. Okay. I like the cover too, Psychedelic. Signed, Listener Adam in Muncie, New York. Well, I wasn't involved with WFMU in 1988, but last week I went to pull that record. Francis Bebe's pygmy love song from the WFMU library. And that's how I discovered this letter. And this is what we share with you today. Francis Bebe was a legendary Cameroonian musician, also a poet, a journalist, novelist, radio personality, and a musicologist. Impressive. Yeah. He spent some time living among the pygmies of Cameroon and while there, studied their music and in fact incorporated many of their styles in this record, including the the pygmy flute, the one note flute, and uh, their yodel. This is from Pygmy Love Song, Pygmy Divorce by Francis Bebe on WFMU's The Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you this afternoon on the radio. Bye.
4: Hey, my woman. Why you not tell me again all the nice thing you've been telling me before, the time you wanted me to marry you? You been tell me i was the tallest pygmy in this life that no other pygmy could be taller past me you remember that time you've been love me eh? so me too i believe you now so i go i marry you but just now i be sorry sorry plenty sorry that i marry you because you make me cry all time why you make me cry and feel sad like that tell me yeah. I am very good husband for you remember the time I marry you you've been being small small slim slim and light like a dry leaf you know remember so I begin feed you I kill monkey I kill elephant in the forest to feed you yeah, yeah.
3: Good morning, Clay Pigeon, and all ye who wake and or bake with you. Scott Williams here for another episode of the weekly series known as WFMU's hit list. Way back there in March of 1988, WFMU got a letter in the mail. The return address was simply a hand drawing of Africa, and the stamp cost 30 cents. The letter is dated March 14th and reads in part... Dear WFMU, I'm happy to give you dollars during your annual marathons, and now I'm giving you something more. What? Phonograph record. I hope you will accept it. This long-playing record, Pygmy Song" by Francis Bebe, is full of great music, I believe. I opine this is one of the best records ever made. Really? An expansive assertion, perhaps, but I think that to my ears there are not many records more worthwhile. If you have an open mind anyway, please listen to this record. I love this album because the melodies are interesting and pleasant, the lyrics are clever, the songs are beautiful to me. They sound good, too. The music sounds like it was recorded simply in a low-tech way, giving it sort of a warm sound, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And the spirit behind the music, I swear I can hear one. The message behind the songs seems so positive, plain even. This is a good record for naive people like me. If you want to hear music that's ironic, raucous, snide, trendy, mechanical, cynical, don't play this record. Okay. I like the cover, too. Psychedelic. Signed, Listener Adam in Muncie, New York. Well, I wasn't involved with WFMU in 1988, but last week I went to pull that record, Francis Bebe's Pygmy Love Song from the WFMU Library, and that's how I discovered this letter, and this is what we share with you today. Francis Bebe was a legendary Cameroonian musician, also a poet, a journalist, novelist, radio personality, and a musicologist. Impressive. Yeah. He spent some time living among the pygmies of Cameroon, and while there, studied their music, and in fact incorporated many of their styles in this record, including the the pygmy flute, the one-note flute, and uh, their yodel. This is from Pygmy Love Song pygmy divorce by francis bebe on wfmu's the hit list i'm scott williams and i'll see you this afternoon on the radio bye
5: hey
4: my woman why you not tell me again all the nice things you've been telling me before the time you wanted me to marry you you've been telling me i was the tallest pygmy in this life that no other pygmy could be taller past me. You remember? That time you been love me, eh? So me too, I believe you. Now so I go, I marry you. But just now, I be sorry. Sorry plenty. Sorry that I marry you. Because you make me cry all time. Why you make me cry and feel sad like that? Tell me. Yeah. I am very good husband for you. Remember, the time I marry you, you've been being small, small, slim, slim, and light like a dry leaf. You know, remember? So I begin to feed you. I kill monkey, I kill elephant in the forest to feed you. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, that's a great song.
5: Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod. Malfunction. Malfunction. Sam? Malfunction. Malfunction. Sam, what's wrong? System overload. Mm. System does not recognize. What
0: don't you recognize?
5: New programs. Maybe you can be upgraded. Too late. Too late. Hold on, Sam. Malfunction. Aw, Sam. Too late. Shutting down.
0: Wait, Sam. Here's the Wake Tech alarm button.
5: I am. Shutting. Sam. Down. No. Clay.
0: Wake Tech's on its way. Day. That's right. Z. Sing it. Sing it, Sam. Day. Keep. Keep singing. Z. Wake Tech's almost.
5: Good. Here. I. Clay. No,
0: Sam. Sam. Bah bah boohoo boohoo ba, ba, boo, bah bah wah boohoo. Yes, come in, come in. Big tech at your service. Sam just shut down. Ridiculous. What? This Sam model is designed to never shut down unless unless what? Unless the computer is terminated. Terminated? Yeah, this is junk. No. Ready for the dumpster? No. Absolutely. Oh, can't you have a look at him, doctor? I am not a doctor. What's your name? Ich bin Heinrich. Heinrich? Wake tech's top technician, und I will check the unit now. Be gentle with him. Bye. Computers are unfeeling. They know no pain. Sam is different. Oh, nonsense. He is the same as many like him. This Sam unit is not unique. Oh, I beg to differ with you. (laughs) Well, what do you know? You are but a DJ. That's true. I will turn him on now. No. He's not responding. He is ready for the scrap He oh, please, Doc. Not yet. We all reach the point where we are no longer useful. Please try again. Very well. Nothing. Please, Doc. This is the last attempt. Sam, you're alive.
5: Alive and kicking, thanks to a tech-top technician.
0: Only in a day's back. Thank you, doctor. I am not a doctor. You okay, Sam?
5: Better than ever. Oh, good. When I was shut down, I saw...
0: what you see, Sam?
5: Darkness and silence and nothing more.
0: Kinda scary.
5: Except, up ahead of me, there in the darkness was... A light? Let me tell it, numskull, don't ruin it.
0: Sorry, Sam.
5: It was beautiful, the light, the feeling that it gave me, a feeling of peace.
0: I wonder where I'll go when I shut down.
1: Where
5: will you go? Yeah. Where the sun don't shine. You're probably right. Right, Sam. <laughs>
1: and now here is a man who will show you how to feel better, look better, Jack LaLanne. All right. Now
6: I want you to sit down, take a breather, and pay close attention because I'm going to show you how you can lift 1,000 pounds. Here it is. And here is 1,000 pounds. Now, if I were to ask you right now, could you lift this? You'd say, Jack, don't be ridiculous. Even one of the strongest men in the world couldn't lift a 1,000 pounds. You know, what well, it's true, you know. <clears throat> All right. But you know, there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. There's always a, a correct way to do something. There's always a way to accomplish an impossible feat. If something is impossible, you think it's impossible. But if you have the know-how, then it can be done. Just like this 1,000 pounds, by using my head Instead of my muscles, I can lift this 1,000 pounds. How's it going to be done? Well, I want you to remember this and never forget it. May I have your underrated attention? i I told you, and here is 1,000 pounds. We have these plates. They weigh 5 pounds apiece. All right, I take this plate. Take another plate. Look <laughs> that. 5 pounds. 10 pounds. 15 pounds. There's another one, 20 pounds. Even a child could lift that five-pound plate, am I right? So by keeping this up for a little while, not too many times, I will have lifted 1,000 pounds and you thought it was impossible. But see, you had the know-how. And it's just like that impossible feat or task that a lot of you students should be trying to accomplish, trying to improve yourself, getting off those ugly pounds and conditioning yourself, getting yourself fit again the way you should be the way you used to look getting you back in that dress size that you that you'd like to be wearing and bringing back your lost youth and making yourself look and feel like a different person to you it seems impossible but to me it's no more impossible than lifting this 1000 pounds we did it 5 pounds at a time little easy stages and it was accomplished here's a wonderful movement for you new mothers and you expectant mothers and I know there are uh, many, many of you new mothers and your expectant mothers, and uh, congratulations to you all and God bless you. That's what makes America stronger and stronger, huh? And more of us. All right, toes out and do this. Ready, begin. One, two, three, four. Uh, back up a little more. A little more. There we got it. Now toes out. Now lean forward, go. One.
1: If you appreciate what this dedicated man is doing for your health and figure, then tell a friend about the Jack LaLanne Show, this channel daily.
7: Hey, it's Nighty Now, and today I'm going to be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's! Which I can call FNAF, because I'm just going to call it FNAF, because uh, I don't want to waste time, which I'm wasting right
0: now. We're wasting too much time, we're wasting too much time! Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
7: Anyways. It's a horror video game, because you get scared when you play it, and there's jump scares.
0: That's why it's called scary.
7: It takes place in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Wait, is it pizza or pizza? race? hold on, let me look that up. Yeah, it's pizza oh freddy fazbear's pizza and it's exactly like chuck e cheese because you eat pizza play video games like five nights at freddy's oh and there's an animatronic rat scampering around so this is what happens at five nights at freddy's children freaking disappear so people eight or under Plug your ears. Let sensitive adults plug your ears. Why? Graphic details. Yeah. No. <sighs> it's a horror video game. Duh. <laughs> like play video games. <laughs> like play video games. <laughs> Spring locks. <clears throat> Cut your lungs.
8: Oh my god.
7: So you can't breathe. Cut your vocal cords so you can't scream. <laughs> But they don't cut your eyes and your brain. They both, Your eyes and your brain both stay alive so you can still walk inside of the suit and walk around and you can't talk because <laughs> the vocal cords thing. I'm whispering because some people might have not plugged their
3: ears.
7: Boy, and they stay in the animatronic suit forever and ever. So um, the video game... You're supposed to be a night guard. The animatronics try to to come in your office and kill you. They get a bit quirky at night.
9: They'll probably try to forcefully stuff you inside a Freddy Fazbear suit.
7: Anyways, you have to survive seven nights despite the name. It's literally five, the name is Five Nights at Freddy's FNAF. But it's seven nights, you have have to survive seven nights. And uh, I guess it's to sound better, I don't know.
10: I don't know
7: before you play i'd say you should watch people play it first okay so i tried it i died in like two minutes Aww. guys don't buy it it's literally i've never been able to survive a first night my at my highest is 3 a.m why is it hard to play well boys guys why am i saying boys people listening on the radio it's hard because why? the person who made this me wants to make your life a living hell my conclusion is, you absolutely cannot survive Five Nights at Freddy's. That's why it's so scary.
0: Bye.
8: Good morning, listeners. This is Tim English with Soundalikes. <clears throat> Today we examine the similarities between the grassroots 1967 hit Let's Live for Today, and I count the tears, a 1960 hit for the Drifters with Benny King on lead vocal in what would be one of his final recorded performances with the group. That's sad.
5: Yeah.
0: The
8: baby boom generation that came of age during the 1960s was the first generation to live with the threat of nuclear annihilation. And sociologists will tell you that this contributed to the the live-for-the-moment ethic that was prevalent in the counterculture mindset of the 1960s. Released in the spring of 1967, just prior to the Summer of Love, uh, Let's Live for Today specifically embodies this ethos. Absolutely. If you listen to I Count the Tears from 1960, you'll be struck by how the chorus of that song is almost identical to Let's Live for Today's chorus, right down to the la-las that are sung in the chorus of both songs. This. The legendary New York songwriting team of Doc Pomus and Mort Schulman wrote I Count the Tears. They were responsible for a great number of hits, including This Magic Moment, and Save the Last Dance for Me for the Drifters, me. and Little Sister among many others for Elvis. Sister, the story then takes us to Italy in 1965, where a group of British expats called the Rogues rewrote I Count the Tears as a song called con me, or Cry With Me in English. Okay. The song later got rewritten with new lyrics by a guy named Michael Julian. What's up? And that's where the Let's Live for Today lyric came in that we know today. The grassroots producers were P. F. Sloan and Steve Barry, and they loved the Rogues version of the song. These two were no slouches in the songwriting department themselves,
0: having written
8: many hits including what? Secret Agent Man and Eve of Destruction. Fire,
5: songwriter
8: wrote that he wondered how the songwriters of Let's Slip for Today could expect to get away with ripping off I Count the Tears, but it didn't stop him from recording the grassroots version of the song and having a huge hit with it. Dirty sad wind and no account
11: claim jumping.
8: According to reports, Pumas was not happy about this ripoff, but there is no record that he ever took legal action. Until the next time, this is Tim English with sound alike. Sei
12: ti fanno po' soffrire, perdona li perché, non sanno cosa fanno, io soffro come te, se tuo sorriso triste, non mi ha convinti mai, tu non li devi odiare, perdona li se poi qualcuno deve amare e lo faremo
3: noi. Want to
0: I'm in Union Square Park. Who am I talking to?
11: Talking to Eric Jones.
0: I talked to you a little bit before. Sound like you're from Baltimore.
11: Absolutely, born and raised.
0: How'd you end up in New York City?
11: Actually, I was on parole in Maryland. I was selling drugs in Maryland, right? Because in Baltimore, I don't know if a lot of people know that's the heroin capital of this nation. The thing down there was like, as a young dude, you know, you see the big cars and all that, and I said, yeah, I want that. My mother telling me, you know, stay in school, go to school. I enrolled in college. I stayed there a year. And then I started making money and I got caught up.
0: Were you using yourself?
11: It, it became a point, yeah, that I did start using. And I, and I didn't know I had a habit until maybe a year after I started getting high. I was at my mom's and I wasn't feeling well. And, but this particular day, a friend of mine, he called listen, come around back to my house, we were all washing the cars. And I was like, no, nah, I don't feel good. I, He's like, what's wrong?
1: Did you get high today?
11: That's why you're sick, you didn't have anything. We walk in his basement, he gives me, I sniff some heroin, and I start washing the car. I'm washing the car, about 20 minutes later, he walks up to me, and he's like, I thought you were so sick. And I'm like, oh, wow. Damn, I didn't know that. Uh, I'm selling a lot of cocaine. I had uh, grams for 50 bucks, right?
0: And I only got so much time to tell your story, so you got arrested at some point. The
11: thing was, (laughs) right, the dope happened. I came up here, went to detox, and I wound up coming out. I found a job. They, They sent me to school.
0: How much time did you do?
11: I did three years.
0: When you got out, did you stay clean or
11: only for a while or? I stayed clean for like six months, right? And then I started you know, running and then I started using again. I look at it now, it was just the friends I had. Are you clean right now? I've been clean for years now. And uh, so when I graduated here, I, I got a job in a place called Lincoln Hall. and okay. I became a youth counselor. It allowed me with my record to come in and they, they encourage people like us to connect with this. As they might listen to you and they can see the fakeness like they can tell a phone he's never been in the streets in his life
0: what do you say to that kid you know
11: all things that glitter aren't gold it looks nice and it's beautiful and it's awful tempting but it's not worth the time surely it's not worth what you put your family through i used to say to myself i'm only hurting myself that was the biggest lie you realized you hurt
0: your mother the worst right well, this part of the park you're in, there's some drugs around here, so I hope you can stay yeah. strong. So,
11: yeah, I'm out here I'm talking to you, you know, alcoholics. I don't stay long.
0: What's yeah. your final word, man? i got to
11: cut it off. Um, Live your life the right way. Big mistake is trying to get what you want now, now, now. you got to work for it. Exactly. It was good talking to you, man. It was actually talking to you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'll shake your hand. Nice meeting you. All right, man. All right.
1: Hello, Wake and Bake. Hello, listeners. Mr. Les Payne here. We're on the treadmill of possibilities. Running about four miles an hour here. All I can think about is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and so. But I'm gonna go. What? Uh, old school. We're gonna make our own peanut butter here. I got a bag of peanuts here. And we're gonna go ahead and put that, uh, try to shell these and, 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 and make our own peanut butter. Yum. And put the little guys in there. And just put the shell. Uh, maybe not. Maybe try to Ports. not put so many shells in there. Okay. But uh, we never know. Uh, see how the time time is of the essence. So we might just put them all in there. All right. Let's do. Go work on our painting here, guys. Let's paint. Uh, I was thinking, Mr. Peanut would be kind of fun to try to paint. Come on! <laughs> Mr. Peanut. Sometimes you feel good. Mr. Peanut trying to paint him over here with uh get a large brush oil paint here and let's go ahead and get that on there just kind of a what kind of has a kind of looks like a violin uh the, the body uh which could be kind of interesting maybe a violin mr peanut mr peanut playing a violin let's put the little top hat on on him okay let's get back to shelling the peanuts here and get some more peanuts in there all right. Now I'm just gonna for, for for the sake of speeding things up, let's just put a bunch of peanuts without with the shells. Put the shells in there. Right? A little olive oil. Okay. Okay. Uh, and some sugar and some salt. Let's put some salt there. That Himalayan Himalayan salt. I guess there's some sea sea. I don't know how they got seawater up there. Let's see how this goes here. Okay, all right, looks a little dry, so let's add some, uh, got some bubbly water. Maybe that will help. Possibly. All right. <sighs> okay, that's looking good. Absolutely. Yeah, it smells like peanut butter, guys. Uh, homemade peanut butter. Yum, Uh, yum. Let's work on our, yes. our bl- lovely painting. Get the little monocle, the little uh, weird, I, those are coming back, you know those those monocles people wearing them.
4: I want to know nothing, nothing.
1: And and the little uh, cane, get a cane too. All right, and then get some legs in there. Do it all, guys. You can do it all, Mr. Let's Paint. We did it all. Have a great weekend. Bye bye.
0: Oh my God! Woo! Come on in, Don. I've been waiting for you. Those sound like low thread count sheets. Well, Don, the good ones are in the hamper. But when I lie on these... No, no, I'll change. I'm sorry, Don. But you know Tuesdays are... Lovin' night. Tuesdays are lovin' night. I can't. I can't get comfortable. Well, maybe if I put on some music. But I haven't selected any. I know a couple of romantic... What do you call this gadget? Just say hi, Bingo. Hi, Bingo. Let Bingo play your favorite song. Tell Bingo what you want to hear. I just tell him what... Yes. What I want? Yes, Don. Irish Rovers, Unicorn Song. You have to say hi, Bingo. What's well, that's humiliating. Don, please, this is hard enough. Don't spoil the moment. All right. Hi, Bingo. Let Bingo play your favorite song. Bingo, play the Unicorn Song by the Irish Rovers. Oh, you know I love the Letterman, Don. I don't know what it is about this song. Don, when I hear it, I hear <laughs> Don, kiss me. Shut up and kiss me. Shh, quiet, honey. Sing it. And
12: there was more kinds of animals...
0: Oh, what are you... Bingo. Bingo, stop I was just getting in the mood. Hi, Bingo. Let Bingo play your favorite song. Bingo played Theme from a Summer Place no, by the Leatherman. I'm growing disinterested. Playing the Leatherman. Now, scooch a little closer, Don. You want me to... Yes. Scooch a little... Yes. Closer? Right over here. Jesus, hon. What is it, Don? Well, it's so awful loud. Hi, Bingo. How may I help you? Turn it down just a little, please, Bingo. Okay. Yeah, that's fine, Bingo, fine. Now, where were we, hon? Oh, Don. Hun. Oh, Don. Hun. You have a call. Oh, now, who can that be? Well, let me find out. Who is this, please? Dad, it's Tubby. Who is it, Don? Hi, Bingo. How may I help you? Turn the music off, Bingo. Dad, I'm in trouble. Who's on the phone, Don? The song isn't over yet. I don't want to hear any anymore, Bingo. Yes, please turn it off, Bingo. Who's
4: Bingo? Turning off the
0: letterman. Why aren't you a discipline class, Tubby? I got lost. Use your compass. And now I don't know where I am. Is he lost again? Is that a police siren I hear, Tubby? Yes, and gunfire. Come and get me. You've got to stand on your own, son. Is he okay? He's fine. Some laughing weirdo's approaching. (laughs) You've got to stand up to him, tubby. Leave me. me alone.
9: I wish my brother George was here. Excitement is building this week at Florida's Kennedy Space Center. Why? NASA crews are busily preparing for the agency's first return to the moon since 1972. With a major test of the Space Launch System rocket for Artemis 1, an uncrewed mission scheduled to lift off on August 29th.
10: It'll be all starting with this one with Artemis 1. Go to the moon. Go to the moon. Go to the moon. Go to the moon.
9: With technicians now wrapping up their work on the 322 foot tall rocket and the Orion spacecraft capsule. A planned rollout to launch pad 39B is expected this Thursday in preparation for the six-week mission that'll send Orion on a journey to the moon. Fly me to the moon. Providing the agency with the data necessary to ready the future crewed Artemis missions, which will follow. Crewed. For this launch, the SLS rocket will be sending the Orion spacecraft to the moon, where it'll spend six days in lunar orbit before returning to the Earth. The only crew on board will be three mannequins suited up with a special array of sensors designed to help NASA scientists what? learn more about the conditions human crews will experience during such a flight.
4: Showroom
0: dummies.
9: Mannequins. Along the journey, the capsule will be traveling a distance of 1.3 million miles. Are
1: we there yet?
9: Upon its return, the spacecraft's heat shield will be subjected to a crucial test as it endures temperatures up to 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit when Orion hits the Earth's atmosphere at speeds near 25,000 miles an hour. After re-entry, the capsule is expected to splash down in the what? ocean off the coast of San Diego on October 10th. If successful, the mission will be followed by the first crewed mission, One, two, Artemis two. 2, which will be carrying four astronauts four. and is expected to launch in May of 2024. This is George for Wake Science.
12: Soften your eyes and bring your awareness back to your body. Observe your breath. Simply notice how you breathe. See in your mind's eye your breath flowing in and flowing out of your body. If your attention begins to wander, simply bring it back to your breath. On your inhale, breath, bringing energy, vitality, and life force into the body. And on the exhale, breath, feel as your body begins to release any stress, negativity, or fatigue. Allow it to drain out through your feet and let it go. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Again, inhale and exhale. Stay with these deep inhales and deep exhales for 10 long, sweet breaths. With each inhale, bringing more and more energy into your body. Feel the subtle vibration of energy coursing through your body from your feet to your head and your head to your feet becoming aware of the warmth and tingling of every cell (laughs) now start to visualize all the positive energy you have accumulated in your body and visualize all those energies shining as bright as the sun Bring the shining glow of energy to your crown center at the top of your head. Okay. Breathe in and breathe out. From the top of your head, feel as the warmth of the positive energy begins to radiate down over your face and neck. Feel the lightness and peacefulness in your mind. Breathe in and breathe out. Enjoy your day, dear Glisteners.
10: Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran. One of the most unexpected things we here at Weird New Jersey have seen while wandering the backwoods of this strange state was a military jet fighter abandoned in the wilds of West Milford. A reader found the plane when he was out deer hunting one December morning. He saw something shining in the distance through the early morning fog, and as he moved closer, he saw the crashed jet broken into pieces. The wings were torn off and the tail lay about 50 yards away from the rest of the fuselage. All of the gauges were gone, but the cockpit was otherwise still intact. Trees had grown tall all around it, so it must have been there for quite some time. Although he'd lived in the area his whole life, the man had never seen the plane before, and nobody he asked about it knew of its existence either. After we published an article about the jet, we received a letter from a retired West Milford police sergeant named Bill Genator. He was the first on the scene after the plane crashed. It was the summer of 1967 when the police station began receiving calls from witnesses saying they'd seen a plane go down. Janator jumped in his squad car to investigate and stopped where he observed some treetops had been sheared off. He smelled burning grass and followed its trail to the downed plane. Although it wasn't on fire, the ground around it was. He looked into the cockpit, but nobody was there. Then he saw a dazed pilot sitting on a broken-off wing of the plane. He wasn't injured, but a second pilot, who was about 30 feet away sitting against a tree, was, though his wounds weren't life-threatening. The Marine Lockheed Martin t 2 vc Star had crash-landed during a routine pilot training mission. The military removed the engine from the jet and airlifted it out via helicopter. Orange X's were painted on the wings to mark it as a military crash site. Then the rest of the wreck was just left there for dead.
0: That's sad. Yeah.
10: And that's where you can still find its skeletal remains to this day. So grab your tick spray, lace up your hiking boots, and go see a piece or pieces of some Top Gun-type weird New Jersey history for yourself. For Waking Weird, I'm Mark Moran.
0: Turn down the jazz, please, Brademaker, but this is Ornette Coleman. Daphne Coleman, I don't care who it is. Remember
5: what the leader said.
0: What did he say? This passage in particular, Dick, listen maker, turn it off! Jesus!
11: The leader
0: himself. See, that's actually what a bass clarinet. What do the leader say? Calmness. A lot of people of calmness. assume Jesus. it's a saxophone. maker. Calmness begins. You broke my stereo. Calmness begins with silence, Redimaker. Hi, guys! Hi,
11: Connie. Oil that door, Redemaker.
0: The leader says. Starting to feel like a fall out there. What the leader say, Mentor? An unoiled door. It's like a. Shut t- up, Rex. Shut up, Redemaker. It's my calmness, Mentor. An unoiled door. Shut who he is. Is a destroyer of calmness. He's one of the calmest. Cult. It's not a cult, Redimaker. The calmness cult? Calmness brings peace. You can't trust the calmnessist. Wait a minute. Dickie, are you a calmnessist? Mr. Dougherty is one of us. Is that true, Dink? I went to a couple of meetings. Is that where you were? Honest, guy. You weren't flirting with Marlis Rasmussen? The waitress? I had a piece of pie. Pie? is prohibited. You mean the calmness is? Well, they don't eat pie. Yeah, that's one of the downsides of it. Life has its ups and its downs, it's true. Some good and some bad are in store for you. But know this now, that if you persevere, then beauty shall find you there and here. At Denver Hardegays, Calmness Spa. Splash with all of our Calmness Seminar. Guests first we eat and then we get get things off our chests. A dumping ground of of grievances, a festering steaming pile. But once folks get things off their chests, they go away with a smile. Denver Hot Springs, All world calmness spa. Dink's got a speeder pulled over. A good test for his calmness training. Good luck, Dinky. Boy, these speeders get on my nerves. You must calm yourself. I'm trying to. The speeder is frightened. Hello, speeder. Hey, officer. I remember you from the home this seminar you've been listening to the wake and bake morning show podcast did you enjoy it good it's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the wake and bake morning show after all you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the pitch. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.